My name is Alamine. Um, yeah, I do chemistry. I go to uni, <laughs> that type of stuff. Um, something interesting about me, I dyed my hair, so now it's blonde with green. If you want, if you want to see what it looks like, check my Insta, Alamine234 with two L's. Yes, sir, that's what we like uh, to do. Okay, so obviously, today was the last day of the international break. Which... Thank God. You know, in all honesty, it didn't really make much sense to have an international break in the midst of the pandemic, given the fact that the the um, the, the cases are rising. Obviously, it is what it is. So yeah, we can't talk about international break. Obviously, all from Nigeria. So we have to mention the four four draw. Did you guys watch that game? And what do you make of the game? No, I'll ask you first. What do you make of the Nigeria uh, match? That first half, like you know, it was promising. But I think. We've all, or everyone that watches or follows the Knights team, we already know that our attack is sharp. We have a lot of ballers and there's a lot of pace there as well. But again, the defense, man, you can see how these guys crumbled. I don't know. The keeper is a bit of a retard, excuse my language. Uh, the CBs, the DMs, everything is just, it just crumbled. And I've always hated our fullbacks because a few years ago, I went to watch some game against Serbia and I saw is it this Tyrone guy and one Brian Ido yeah, they were playing. Everybody. Those guys are shocking me. Like they actually they make me angry. And <laughs> when I like I I just couldn't believe that we lose a four new lead to Sierra Leone. Like yeah. come on, bro, what are we doing? What are we talking about here? I but I think yeah. No, continue, continue. Yeah, just going forward, maybe, you know, that midfield three isn't really too balanced. Yeah. The Tebo and Rebo and Iwobi. But I can understand that Ndidi didn't play, so yeah. I don't expect that kind of thing to happen again. I think uh, Roy is still trying to figure out the CBs, you know, like he's trying to find his back four. But the thing is, like, this guy's been in the job for, for a while now, to be honest. He's been in the job almost three years, three, four years True. to think he still doesn't know his best formation, best level. For example, in the World Cup, if you remember the first game, we played 4-2-3-1 and we lost to Croatia. Like, that game should have been like 5-0, to be honest, because it was shocking. Yeah, and then the next, the next game, he played 3-5-2. It's like, you know, why don't you know your best lineup before an international tournament? And then you, you know, like, yeah, continue, continue what you're saying. I think the problem is with international football, like especially now the issues we're facing every year there's always a new name that comes in and now joins the squad because we didn't have guys like ajayi uh um, what's that that chidari juke guy as well yeah the keeper to some of the strikers so integrating them is now a problem and because we're not playing friendlies you have to integrate them in the matches account hence why you know one day is playing this, the other day is playing that. It doesn't really, doesn't help anyone. Yeah, it doesn't help anybody at all. But the thing is, 
Nigeria's current crop of attackers, it's, I mean, growing up, obviously, you guys will remember Yakubu Zinez, and, you know, we can go yeah. around, but, you know, just in general, in African football, the attackers we've had, you know, if you look at Ivory Coast, Ghana, they've been high quality, but in terms of European names, like playing for big clubs, you have Osimel, Osimel is playing for Napoli, 70 million euros, you have Chukwede yeah. playing for Villarreal, yeah. linked with the likes of Chelsea, Man U, Liverpool, you know, these are good players, so I think part, part of the biggest issue, you know, I touched on it earlier in the article, but part of the biggest issue with Nigeria was going forward, there was no attacking cohesion whatsoever. It's a thing where it's like, you know, he programmed the side to Chukwede can room. And if you watch Chukwede, Chukwede is that guy, like, you put him on the wing and he'll pin you up on one and that's his game. That's his brother. Yeah. Putting him in the yeah. middle. And then how can you put Musa as, as a centre forward? Like, come on, sure they'll form <laughs> You know, it's so baffling. Musa has no business between the lines, but yet you have him there trying to do a few tricks in midfield. Like, there's no time for that. So, you know, it's quite. But let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, how much of the blame it goes to like you know Gunnar and how much of the blame is for is the NFFs you know to own up to because. There are lots of Niger- like almost every young kid that you hear in England now is of African descent, if not Nigerian, Ghana, Congo, yeah. somewhere. And they don't play for their home countries. You see them, Eze is he's gonna rather play for England on their 21s than play, you know, senior car for the United team. Saka too, you could have gotten on Tami Tami Ibrahim, Tekayo Tomori. These are players yeah. that take the night squad from good to great, like you know, so as much as we can blame Royal, we have to put some blame on the NFF as well. Just, I mean, I mean, you have agenda against Tomori Tomo- Tomo- and defenders like Tomori. <laughs> I don't, I don't have. I, actually, if you, I mean, if you check my tweets, you will see that I'm always complaining that Frank Lampard never plays Tomori. But I mean, that's for later. That's for later. But um, honestly, but honestly, I don't understand. I don't understand how we do not have a better team, because I remember exactly a year ago thinking about what the Nigerian team could have been with all of these people. Because imagine you're at an, like obviously if you're at a World Cup and obviously let's say like we're one nil down, and we have and we need to like get a final. Like we need to just get like some points or something. Yeah. And like, we can take off someone and bring on Tammy, and we have Tammy and Osimhen up front with Saka and, yeah. and we'll be around this thing at Chukwizi. Yeah, like, exactly. like we would we would have actually had a very good team. But exactly. also, I think I think it's also because um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but obviously, um, we've seen now that a lot of teams when players pay for their clubs, like a lot of teams have moved from has moved to quite a systematic thinking, like. They have yeah. clear cut out systems and players have their yeah. clear cut out roles. Yeah. So obviously, like when they come to um, international football and obviously they don't have enough time to train and it can and it can and it's kind of hard for them to get out of that system and that role that they're yeah, so maybe. accustomed to playing in. So I think also that's also I mean that's also a lack of the I mean, we can also blame that to the NFF for not properly investing in analytics and things that would help such transitions. Yeah. But yeah. international football is always iffy, man. Like, cause even with Southgate, you can see that he doesn't kind of know the squad. He oh to play. Apart from yeah, maybe that is back. Please don't get started on that guy. Guy, I'm telling you that like that like.
everybody that bought a waistcoat in 2018 because of Southgate is regretting that purchase right now. <laughs> They're regretting that purchase right now. I can't. I bet. Okay. Okay. Oh. The thing is, like, with what Mo was saying about players don't want to play for Nigeria, I think part of it is the appeal. You know, it's it's almost as if you know you have gold and you have bronze, more or less. Look, in England, someone like Saka will look at England and say, although I grew up in a Nigerian household. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily grow up in Nigeria. Per se. Nigeria, there's, yeah. There's, 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 a yeah. there's a massive distinction with being in Lagos and then looking at Lagos online. You know, it's like I can look at VI yeah. and then I can go to VI in person and be like, okay, this is a bit different. You know, so I think there's a different appeal when England come calling in the sense that, you know, you, it's small things. You can see a YouTube channel, you see the systems in place to train, the quality of the pitches, quality of training, the ones they show at least. Whereas with Nigeria, yeah. like, you know, you get one old picture of them eating rice, like, on a good day, and it's like, you know, what is that for anybody? Yeah, by the uh, way, the pitches that those guys use, like, it come on. Shocking. You they don't even, like, they don't even Terrible cut quality. As in... And we're recording with I, an iPhone. It's, oh, <laughs> and, also, and also, like, I think for that type of stuff, you also have to take it, like... Most of the players that we do get that we want to play for Nigeria playing playing Prem, which probably has the most intense schedule, which probably has and if your team is playing for a Champions League team, you're facing competition on multiple fronts. And obviously, if you see a pitch of that quality, higher chance of getting injured. You, I mean, I wouldn't want to play. Yeah. Me that me that I play footy in almost a year. Even me, I won't <laughs> touch that grass. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because the thing is, also look at look at a player like is it for example. Izzy's game is very much you know, predicated of his agility. Imagine Izzy trying to do a step over on that pitch. You know, the ball is going to lose the ball, man. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine his ankles are breaking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's just curtain. So, you know, you have to look at it from that point of view. But speaking of Izzy, obviously, Izzy's profile of players is someone who's, you know, before the call, obviously, Mo and I were talking about Dele Ali and, and obviously, Sporting Spurs, you know, you grow to love Dele, but at times you think what on earth is wrong with this guy because he does have really yep. tendencies but we won't get into that right now but obviously a player that a lot of people want to sign and, and i mean and you'll be the one to pronounce his name is dominic shabozlai is that how you say shabozlai yeah guys shabozlai this fm hm but yeah a lot of people want to sign him there's the likes of liverpool arsenal spurs of late but i don't know if there's much truth to those rumors but where do you guys think you know, which club do you think is best for him and for his development right now? Obviously, if people don't know who he is, he's a Hungarian attacking midfielder, you could say that. Yeah. I would yeah. More like an offensive eight. Like, yeah. yeah. What do you guys think is best for him? You know, I think, um, I think, I don't know why, but I feel Liverpool, I think Liverpool would be a very good team for him. Yeah. Because, like, I think he would, I mean, obviously, like, we know that Navigator was obviously brought in to have to kind of be that offensive eight, um, be and be like a um, what's it called? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like he shall looking to score from from deep, like a uh, long range, long range finisher from distance and all that type of stuff. And Shabaj like is has all of those qualities already. True. And and I just think that him with Klopp would be just something just something I just want to see like it's a kind of pairing that I just like to see and I just want to enjoy and just watch his like I, I feel that he would fit into that system very well 
it would be it would almost be like Royce on the club in a way. They have very yeah. skills. Skill but there. if if he goes to Liverpool, do you now think that that's the end of Firmino? Because if yeah, I don't. He's not scoring goals. You know, when they play him and Jota together, you can see that yeah. Jota is clearly miles ahead of him right now, and he's not on level the same level as Salah Mane. So, if they do get that creative midfield, I think Firmino is done out, man. Yeah, yeah. potentially it just depends. I think football is really about dynamics, and someone like Firmino, regardless of whether he's scoring or not, he's very much an integral part of Liverpool's system. So I think. To replace him with a player like Shabazz, like I don't think Shabazz like can do Firmino's role properly. Yeah, 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 in terms in terms of footwork, his footwork is actually that good. Shabazz like a player who he's almost like KDB in that sense, like put him in a channel to whip crosses in or to just strike the ball very hard. That's where yeah. he gets his, he gets his money, he gets his million. So it's it'll it'll be tough. To be honest, as much as it helps him to say this, I think Arsenal might be the best fit, just because Arsenal are in dire need of a player like that, but. Shabozla is not as creative as he's made out to be. You know, it's almost it's like it's like KDB in that sense. Obviously, KDB, you know, creativity is subject. But one of the games all of that. So, see, KDB is a relatively creative player, but you wouldn't say he's like Özil esque in that sense. He doesn't have that same guile as Özil. That same eye for you know, defending, yeah. pass like that. Passes, yeah. Um, you know, he's almost quite robotic in that sense, which is a bit disrespectful, but the truth at the end of the day. So I think. Shabazz like going to a team like Arsenal would work, but you know, I'm sure it's not what they wanted in the summer. They probably wanted. I actually, Arsenal. I feel like he would be perfect in Spurs. Yeah, because exactly. you will. You will. in you know, in all, like let's say he has Ndombele and Oyvig behind him, we need that type of player that's gonna you know just take the ball and just pop a shot from thirty yards out, forty yards, out, and go into yeah. a corner. It's just gonna drive. We miss because Ericsson is gone. Deleuze is not going to give you. Luis also is not going to give you that either. So yeah. if he doesn't end up Eric, in any Eric. of the clubs you guys remember uh, mentioned, then I think Spurs wouldn't be a bad fit, like bad move for him. Yeah, on that, on that actually, I was going to ask you move. Obviously, we spoke about off camera, off camera, but you know, Christian Ericsson, Obviously, yeah. If the the most one thing that stands out from the Champions League, and funny enough, I don't think. People would people probably remember this because of what happened after. But I remember when Ericsson gave the ball away and Sterling scored, and obviously the goal was allowed. I just remember vexing so hard. I think I left the room. I was about to crash because I was so angry. Because I was just like, you know, is is that arrogance? Why are you passing the ball in that phase? But True. things things worked out better. But uh, yeah, Ericsson left because obviously he was very set on leaving. He thought he was going to go to Real Madrid. That flopped. He thought he was going to go somewhere else. That flopped. They ended up at Inter. And Conte just, you know, I think the fact that Conte signed Vidal, who's, you know, the pension age, like 34, over Eric, <laughs> is, is prime. It's like, you know, I, I, I kind of feel sorry for him, but then again, I don't because he chose to leave our club. Like, but yeah, what do you guys make of Eric? Yeah. What do you guys think he should go to if he leaves into it? Because it's not, it's not looking promising at all, to be honest. No, it's not. I mean, I, obviously, I think um, he should. I think he should go to a team where it's the same like it's the same situation with Hammers. In Everton, he he is the creative force. He's the focal point of the team going forward. And I think Ericsson needs to be that because obviously 
playing for Conte, Conte gets most of his um, creativity from his wing backs in yeah. Hakimi and um, I don't know who plays on the. I don't know who plays on. Do you guys know who plays on the I other guy? I think I think it's Young or Perisic. Yeah, or Young Perisic of late. Yeah, Perisic. So he doesn't like more time. He doesn't really need that central, that central creative force. So I think he yeah. needs to go to a team where they are clearly lacking that. And they need and they need someone who can do that. And obviously, the first name that pops into everyone, first team that pops into every uh, everyone's mind is Arsenal because, yep. by God, are they terrible? <laughs> by God, are they terrible? So it's like so it's like this. So like they definitely need they definitely need a team like that. But um, I mean, I wouldn't mind. I'm not really. I can't off the top of my head. I can't really think of another team. Yeah, but. No, no, I wouldn't I mean, mind seeing him in like a. The thing is, I like I've developed a hatred for a strong hatred for Ericsson since he did. Like he was, he was one. He was a key part in that team. You know, when we were even just trying to push for top four every year, yeah. Ericsson needed to. Everything came from him and our fullbacks. And then I watched, I even when I watched the documentary and I saw how much of a yeah, dick he was being, was it pissed me off even more. Like, yeah, he's just behaving like such a dickhead. So, really, if they send him to China for 20, I couldn't give like a flying fuck anymore about what happens to everything. Because he didn't need to leave. Like, imagine him being yeah. here. Now. You know, look at the Brighton game just before he left when he won, yeah. was it 3 1 or 3 2? Yeah. He changed the game for us when he came on against yeah, Norwich I, I, to box, score. Boxing, boxing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay. why, if you know you're that important, why are you forcing why him over? Especially when okay. Inter have Barella and guys in their midfield. Where is he playing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, but more, I, I have a question really because obviously if you, if you still have Ericsson, do you think that we still see like the emergence of Hurricane as the main playmaker in Spurs this season, because obviously he's always had the ability to do it, but now it's like everyone is really clocking. So is so would you have preferred that he's Ericsson stayed no. and just kind of continued in this role, or Kane or we still have Kane in this type of 10, 10 force nine hybrid role? I think man, it's it's tough, but like I yeah. feel if Ericsson is playing. Kane is going to score more goals or maybe, you know, less assists. But the thing is, when Kane plays, you can see that everybody in front of, well, like, the wingers are more involved in the game. If Ericsson is playing, I feel like it's more of a fullback and then a Kane type of piece. So, and, and Dele arriving. Yeah, Dele and guys. Yeah. So I'm kind of torn. It, it would kind of have to change the way we play now. And I think this system that we're using, is, you know, it's working for the guys. So... Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ericsson, man. You should just fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right, to, be honest, to be honest, look, I think even when Ericsson was here, Kane used to drop deep. But the thing is, with, it's quite tough because Ericsson was my favorite first player for a long time. So the fact that I was funny, I remember going to watch because one of my friends from school actually, and she was saying that, oh, she doesn't like Ericsson the way the guy acts. And back then, I didn't clock it because, you know, when you stand a player, more or less, you're like, oh, what are you guys yeah. talking about? You know, Ericsson is perfect. This, 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 this. I think the game which really sticks out to me, I went to watch it, funny enough, it was against Middlesbrough in the FA Cup, and the guy was garbage. Like, ordinary <laughs> Middlesbrough, and the guy was so bad. I, I remember when they called his name, and people were booing him. It was actually quite, it was actually quite funny, because it's like, you, you've down tools to the point where 
your biggest fans are booing you against ordinary Middlesbrough. Like that's the bottom. Like he was so down bad too. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with Mo. Like if you like sell him to China, it won't really concern me again. Just before we change topic, Mo, if everything goes to us now, how I do you think about it? That would actually even make me hate him more. Like I can if I see the guy I can go to prison because of that type of thing. <laughs> Cause, like, bro, you had you literally had everything in Spurs. There's there's nothing, you know, but just coming off the back of you know one of our best seasons ever, you know your importance in the club. So why why push for a move? Him is fucking agent, crying all the time. His attitude exactly. It's just becoming normal. The guy was also cheeks in the Champions League final. That guy was so whack. Like yeah, yeah. That doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah, they talk about how bad Kane was, how bad Ali was. Ericsson was terrible. Like. Like you, you know your team is playing really bad. One wins the best player on the pitch. Like wins was flawless. That, <laughs> that, that guy, man. That you. That guy's a Harry pipe. Winks. We won't get onto that yet. No, no, no. That guy's a pipe. Winks is not a serious player at all. But yeah, I was gonna say okay. So we've spoken about Liverpool very briefly, but just before we talk about Winks and Spurs and all this stuff, what do you guys make? Obviously, in the last week or so, Gomez is out for a long term, significant period. Um, Salah has tested positive for COVID twice, which is pretty worrying for them. Obviously, DVD is out, Ireland Donald is out, Robertson's got a hamstring injury. Do you guys think that we could see a different champion this year? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do you think? I think it's possible. I mean, at the start of the season, I, I mean, I, I was one of the people that I never thought that we could, that we were, yeah. that we would be able to win it. I didn't think. I think that we would be, that we would. We should. I thought um, we should get top four comfortably. Like, not nothing of that last day where we have to rely on last day and yeah, none of that yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, it is yeah. confirmed. Yeah, like it is confirmed. So I didn't think that we were going to um, challenge for the title. But obviously, seeing VVD get injured, seeing Liverpool like falter, and also seeing City falter as well. Um, really obviously, really it just bad. opens. It just opens like the door to everyone else, and you can't help. Obviously, you can't help but think that um, we can that we could challenge, because obviously yeah. we're in a great, we're obviously on a good patch of form right now. And if I'm being honest, like before COVID, before COVID, I, I already didn't think like I always thought that like this was like last year September, so before COVID, I thought mm-hmm. if Liverpool win the win it this year, I didn't think they were going to win it. I didn't think they were going to go back to back. I I don't think they were going to go back to back personally. Yeah. I think, you know, towards the end of last season, you could kind of tell that Liverpool were starting to get found out in a way. The way yeah. Watford dealt with them, City dismantled them, yeah. and then they were struggling all these cheap key games. So you could tell that something wasn't going the you know, as yeah. planned. And now, with all these injuries, I just feel like, okay. It's blown open now, but I don't see Man City recovering because, you know, the, the way the no. points are, you can't afford to drop that many points that early on in the season if you're going to try and challenge for a title. So I think between Spurs, Leicester and Chelsea, those three ideally should be challenging for the league as of now. And in my opinion, those are like the three strongest teams Liverpool, if they manage to grind out results, which they somehow always do, 
then you know they're back in the mix again. But I don't without Robertson, Trent, VVD, Gomez, I don't know yeah, where the creativity yeah. is coming from. Especially now that Firmino is off form, so yeah, right, times, times like this, I miss guys like Lovren because man, imagine playing Liverpool with Lovren and Matic center back, <laughs> walking in red card, you go three, and beat those guys five one. Yeah, okay. gosh, Lovren was quite embarrassing. I remember that game was Liverpool Spurs. You know when we won four one, and Lovren was taken off after like twenty. I went to watch that game. <laughs> I was Chamberlain and all those guys. Yeah, you know, know, I was actually thinking about that. I was actually thinking about that because, like, where is he? Mm -hmm. Because obviously, the guy, the guy, obviously, doesn't play. Him, Navi Keita, even Milner. Uncle Navi. Yeah, but Milner Milner is 35, man. True, yeah, but Milner is an engine. The only factor. Yeah, season factor. Yeah, Nabi Keita, that guy is such an uncle. It's quite like honestly, they, do you know what's funny? I was saying this to someone the other day. There's so many Nabi Keitas in Lagos. Like there's so many players like that. <laughs> yeah, like, kinda like, 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 like that same build, like same skill set. It's quite crazy. It's just you know, lack of opportunities. But well, yeah. then I I actually think it would be stupid to write Liverpool because you would be. No, of you course. Know, you've seen okay, you know the back four hasn't gotten injured before, but that they attacked there's these times like this that Origi and Shaqiri return into prime, you know, is Andy Cole and Dwight York, you know, just playing ball like crazy, <laughs> scoring all the best goals in the world, then yeah, now right, right. is going to come up clutch, so it would be interesting, Shai. this Christmas period will be crazy this year, so it would be nice well, to see yeah. what goes on in prime. Bro, to be honest, with Spurs, it's just a thing where I think if we can get 12 points or oh, 12 points is that mathematically possible we're gonna get like let's say 14 points from the next two games then we'll win the league Let me, yeah we'll win the league no you know sorry we do i think yeah yeah i think that if spurs managed like if spurs sign a solid cb in the january track or get one in on loan like if you get one in i think spurs spurs are clear favorites because honestly that's what that's everything this team is yeah, missing so all, all yeah, that because god as in god like i like i honestly because like i think spurs have the best depth in the league they have yeah, arguably a top a top 3 starting 11 they have a top a top a top 5 player in harry kane like in terms of all positions in the league. Top one, top one, top one. incoming, sure. PFA incoming, Golden Boots incoming. But like, yeah. Move, move, guy. You know, Sanchez. So the reason, like, when when I want to say this, I mean, like, Alami's agenda makes sense now. Like, I'm not going to say what the agenda is. But the agenda makes sense because when you watch guys like Sanchez, you just lose your mind. I remember. I know it's the, the PM. That yeah. one, the guys scored. I almost broke. My, I was just so annoyed because like, yeah. how, how can you not go with your feet? Like, like why, bro, why, why are you? Why, the guys just went to go and do bad yeah. the ball. I was just like, what are you doing? Like, I hate to say this, you know, we all know Black Lives Matter and all, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> honestly, no, I'm so sorry. 
I don't ever you, want to see thank any you black so much, I I actually don't want to see any black <laughs> guys alive. Yeah, cool. Like let's thank let's be you, honest. You, somebody said it's about yeah, like me. the facts are Rudy guy is an Afcon defender at best. Like these are guys that play week in, week out. And you know, I'm sure my gate man can play football better than Davis Sanchez. What are we talking about? Guys, Sanchez is so big. <laughs> that guy is so big. Guys, he's, he's so thing bad. Sanchez, the thing with Sanchez is, like, in terms of last day defending, he's actually one of the best in the league at running back and fly passing. But no, yeah. I mean, he has so, stupid he's recovery pains. He's so useless in possession. Like, you give the guy the ball and he's already looking up. He's not actually looking at the ball. And the ball, like, slides under his feet. And before you know it, he's having to fly tackle again, and it's like, bro, and then just control the ball. Like control again. is all over the place, man. Yeah, I think you know, Mourinho um, is very, he's ruthless. Do you see what happened to Foyth last season? Foyth made one, yes, uh, no, the pitch for the rest of the season, and it's like, well, you, you, know? you know, the problem because we don't actually have Diane or the variety is too slow. Like they can't keep starting because like, if you see guys, guys are going to kill them with pace. That's yeah, why that idiot has to keep on starting. But I want to ask you guys, what do you think? Um, obviously, I, me, I, I've only heard about stuff and watched videos about Joe Rodon. But like, obviously, you guys being Spurs fans, have you like have you guys done any like deeper any deeper digging into what that guy is? And do you think that maybe he could start some games this season as oh. Aldo World's partner? Like he's okay. He, he, he's not okay. Like he's actually good, but I just wish we signed Skriniar. To be honest, it was same man. Should have just gone all out for that guy. If we had Skriniar, that three three wouldn't have happened. Because like, and this thing, this thing happened like a month ago, and it's still vexing me because it's like, look, look at the no, goal. yeah, look at the goals they scored. Like, come, yeah, <laughs> that was just so poor. Like that Lanzini goal thing is. Everybody will see Lanzini's goal and think, oh my god, what a strike. Nah, bro, Winks, that was man. all Harry Winks. That was Winks. all Harry Winks. <laughs> now, now it's time as to in, As Winks. in, like... Winks is... That guy is useless, honestly, because... Uh, the, th- the thing with Winks is... He has such a unique skill set. Like, Winks can only play alongside certain players. Like, the team has to be perfect for him. Yeah, for but him. Re- regardless of skill sets, this is just common sense. Like, how can you try and drive back? It's like, it's like you see there's traffic on a road. And then there's a free, there's a free, there's a clear path, and they say, you know what? Let me try and navigate through all these cars. Yeah, trying to be parkour, yeah. yeah, some parkour thing, like you know, it's it's just so bizarre. Like, oh, wings, but move. Do you want us to sell wings? To be honest, wings. I just think for now you should remain the squad as a squad player because you know, skip by. We're short on midfield options for now, so let's keep him. When we know Oliver Escape and guys like Harvey White can now, you know, yeah. start playing at the level that they need, then Winks should fuck off, man. Yeah, he's short, like... Winks. Bro, you know the guy put an interview, an interview and he was like, if I don't get more game time, um, I'm not going to be here in January. And I'm thinking, like, you know, the only, only play because our team is not, is not soft like that. That's why you're playing. You, like, you know the key. <laughs> we'll like, remember you again. It's because... Like, you know, Winks essentially is is Mr. Tottenham, like he's the guy that has been there. Ooh, big, and guys, guys know. love to hype that he it's Winks is not a good footballer, bro. <laughs> guy, it's because the guys put on pajamas. Guys like to read. Yeah. Sorry, don't kill me. Because David Beckham is his idol, man. Just fuck off. 
he's a local. If you like, go and live inside White Harley, and you shouldn't play for Spurs. Yeah, that guy is yeah. But and I mean to answer your question about the Roden thing, yeah. Um, he, I don't know. He looks like you know he's a bit of a die-hard type of defender. You know, just a knobhead wants to tackle. Yeah, just a passion matcher. And that's really that's not what we need. We need a tidy guy, someone just you know a ball playing guy as well. That's why Diane or the route have to play because Diane can hit those balls. He can you know he he has that passing range. But I didn't watch Swansea last year. It was always shit. But um, the rhythm guy, his name kept it kept on coming up a couple of times because of all these his last ditch tackles and shit. So. I think it, it won't it won't harm us to try. So I'm I'm not happy that he doesn't play the Europa League games or something. Yeah. Let me just let's know what the guys are about because you signed. Yeah, him. bro, you know Sanchez considered well, I'm not Sanchez alone, but Colombia considered six goals. Six. That's so, and Sanchez. You know what pisses me off? You know, like his reactions. If you watch the guy when we concede. You see him throwing his arms everywhere like he's about to cry and I'm like, but it's your fault, guy. Like why? Why are you complaining for? Oh my god, you are doing that, but it's so true. Like Sanchez, he's one of those guys. It's like you know when you go for like turf or something, or you go to Middleville or something, you play ball with your guys, and then there's always that one stranger that's not like part of your friendship group that comes to play as always barking orders at guys and then you'll be the one that messes up. Yeah, yeah. come on. Come on, guys, be sharper. That's what Sanchez does. What's all looking at? Speak good English, because if you guys, I wish we even got Zuma. I'd have been happy with Zuma. I don't think, and I mean, I don't know why you don't read Zuma and all those black defenders. Because he's black now, guy. No, 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 I can't lie. I love love, he's a racist guy. (laughs) (laughs) I love Zuma now. I love Zuma now. I can't lie. Oh man, that guy. You love love Zuma. I love Zuma now, but when when I'm not getting popular. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's called BLM. <laughs> now. That's why I like it. <laughs> but why, why, doesn't, why doesn't Tomori play, by the way? Because I swear he was getting guy, a lot of I, games last year. Guy, it's called of Lampard. Guy, I have no clue. Yeah, no. It's called of Lampard. Lampard doesn't like certain guys. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah really I mean, I, 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 I don't want to say it, but Tomori, why, why but Tomori should get minutes Lampard. above. Like, Tomori should honestly get minutes because honestly, I thought that okay, we're bringing um, Thiago Silva, yeah, fair enough. He's been, you know, he's not as athletic as he used to be, so we need somebody who can comp- who can cover those deficiencies. And Tomori, and I don't know if you guys know, but Tomori is like one of the fastest guys at Chelsea. I mean, I think before Werner came in, he was, he was the fastest guy at Chelsea. And obviously, obviously, defending is not just all that, but obviously, when we were watching him last year, you can clearly say, okay, he has some mistakes, and obviously, you're going to do with that for him being a young defender. But obviously, there were things that there were things there that were positive enough that you can see that this guy can play and he can potentially be a building block to build a good defense. And I mean, I understand the appeal with Zuma, like he, he can be very dominant in the air and all of that type of stuff, but Frank Lampard was bought was brought in with the idea of youth, 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 and it just seems that apart from Mason Mount and Tammy and Rich James, he's kind of abandoned that. Why? Why is Christensen getting games? Like, you no, know, Christ- I Christensen get Christensen doesn't get game time anymore. Sure. No, after, 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 after that Liverpool, after that Liverpool yeah. game, 
He hasn't gotten any game time, so I mean, what I'm what happy about that. Like Christian still wouldn't start in GWC. I promise you, there's, there's like <laughs> 20, I promise I can name like ten guys from my set and the sets above that are better than that guy. I'm not even joking as well. Christensen is so whack. But the thing is, you know, another Danish player I want to talk about quickly, Mo. Let me not lie, when we signed him, I was not impressed. Like I didn't want Hoiberg at all because Same. you know, I watched I watched comps and then I actually watched like a few of his games and guy was just so stiff. Like everything about him just vexed me. It was just a very typical <laughs> Mourinho player in that sense of Steel and inshallah, like it was really annoying me. But the guy has turned out to be one of our best players. Uh, that guy is a warrior, man. Guy is class. Look, I think he's class. You know, like, like you said, I wasn't too keen on him. I felt like you know there are a lot of other DMs you could have gone for, but then mm. the first game against Everton, you could see that he always wanted to you know move forward, not like Dyer. when Dyer played DM, you give that ball. Yeah. Looked around, he's going back, back to, to the tongue and yeah, back to Lawrence and he kills them. But Hoiberg's first touch, if you notice, you know, it's always out. Always forward, and then yeah. and Dombele and all those guys now have space to run. And then Hoiberg drives and he can pass the ball. The assist against Manu, that's when I now knew that okay, yeah, yeah, I'm a fan of him. So I think he has been one of the you know, this is probably the best signing so for him and Regino. This season, yeah, and the thing with that Regino guys, Regino he's very um, the guy is quite reckless. Look, yeah, people don't, the people don't really notice it because of how you know good he is and how all action he is. But he's very reckless. Like if you look at that first game against Chelsea when he got skinned that time, you know any other defender <laughs> would just hold their ground. But the guy just slid, and I was like, bro, but, I, I know you weren't impressed, but. Yeah, slow down, you know. I'm not like, trying to compare him to like a trend to whatever, but I feel like you know, when you have a fullback that can do what he can with the ball, especially attacking wise, you kind of just have to make up for it. Like, you yeah. just tell the other guys that see if this you know, this guy, not that just help him because, yeah, exactly. yeah, our attack has changed so much. It's like, you know, remember when we had Walker and Rose that year. It, we had so many outlets for, for an attack, and Son wasn't too, even. Too many, too many. Yeah, Son wasn't like you know he wasn't one of our big guys by that player. time. Yeah, yeah. Son. I just I kind of feel like the Hoiberg signing is a very very good one. Bro, um, yeah. we signed we, we signed Gareth Bale, but I mean I was gonna tell you about this because I mean you know I don't like this player. I'm gonna talk about. Well, I don't dislike him, but I think he's somewhat overrated. But no. I mean, what do you guys make of Lucas Mora just in general? Because if, uh, I think about that, if I think about that guy, then... Uh, brother, guy, I mean, without that hat-trick in the Champions League semi-final, that guy would have been... That guy would not be in a top flight. I don't like... Like, he's literally surviving. He's literally stealing paychecks of one night. Because, like, I look at him and I see, okay, you're first. But I see no form of end product at times. And it's like, I don't, I don't know about you guys, but like one thing like I hate about football players is like lack of like inconsistency. Like that's the one thing I just hate. So like Lucas Mora, like Lucas Mora is almost like a poster child of that. Is that the guy has hit almost the highest of highs, but you ask the guy to like, but like his average is like a 5.6. And it's like, I'd rather not have that highest of highs. I'd rather have like a 7.0 or something like that. Rather than having one nine point six like every fifty fifty games, like what like what's the use? Like what is your I use? Mean, 
that's part of the issue with the guy because of how inconsistent he is you really don't know when he's going to wake up and decide that he wants to ball exactly. because i think when it was last year we played against wolves away i saw yeah, lucas lucas hit yeah just football in top corner like he can't be the same guy that you know against brighton they are skinning him and now he's looking like the top class winger again and also yeah. i think that bill signing was needed because that right side even if lucas was playing bad bergman i don't know what has happened to that guy yeah, that, falling that off a, it was a false image man that yeah i still read the guy, <laughs> but he looks like all those guys that you know he needs to have any kind of crazy amount of confidence for him to keep yeah. on bowling uh, yeah and lamella lamella is not he has fitness i mean lamella I mean, Lamella is just like, like, guy. Yeah, Lamella is just like used for like, guy. His role is not even to play football. That's the crazy thing, guy. So don't insult Lamella. No Lamella slander. No, no, no. But like, but like, I don't mean. But I mean in the terms of like, yeah, he's, he's such a, a pest. Like he's people. like, like. Well, that, I guess that's he's like. He's like Patrick Beverly. If Patrick Beverly could yeah, actually he, play basketball, yeah, exactly. He literally is. He's like that's what he is. <laughs> that's what Mourinho loves now. You know, that's Mourinho. what he needs. That's what he wants his guys to be doing. If you, if you, if you know that red card, you know the red card against them, and um, now you don't know that a Marshall goal. Yeah, like, yeah. If you actually, if you actually watch it again, bro, Lamela elbows the guy in the throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Marshall, Marshall yeah. Him quickly. <laughs> so it's like Lamela is so sharp, but you know, you know, he's never been sent off for Spurs as well. Yeah, realize that today. Since he joined. Bro, Lamela has been at the club for seven years. Bro, can you imagine? Can you imagine? The idiot, the idiot, still gives interviews in Spanish. It's so Bro, annoying. Honestly, honestly, guy, he's there for seven years, and he still can't speak. Like the thing is, his English isn't even that bad. If you hear him speaking, it's not that bad. But you know, come on, seven years. Like, just well, be able to say if we played well, you know, we did a good job. You know, it's, it's not really like yeah. translator. Like obviously, it's difficult for some people. Different people can adapt different levels. But Regino did his first interview in English, so it's like you know, I have somebody has never lived in England before, so it kind of goes to show. Mhm. But I mean, yo, do you feel like you know because your squad improved drastically over this summer? You know, you made a lot of big signings. Do you get? Do you feel like? Do you understand? We both feel that. Um, you know, maybe let's say under Conte now. If you had this same Chelsea squad under Conte, you think they're going to win the league, or do you feel like Lampard is still the guy for the job? I, th- I, th- I think if we had, I think if we had Conte, because okay, like recently, um, Conte like recently came out saying that like I think the summer after we won the league he went to the board and he said he wanted two players he said he wanted vvd and lukaku and Lukaku, and and he said that if he had that he would have probably won he would have probably won the league the next season and everything and it's like and i think like the amount of backing a manager gets like obviously there's so much you can do with um, your tactics and your man management but at the end of the day if you do not have backing you will not yeah. be able to do what you want. You and I think that, okay, fair enough. Like, they've given Lampard backing, and I'm not even going to lie. I'm, 
like, you know, I'm still, I, I mean, personally, me, I never wanted Lampard to get the job. I didn't yeah. think, like, after one year of management, it, I mean, that's nepotism if I've ever seen it in my life. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, like, it's like, the guy, like, it took him until maybe after the Liverpool game to know what his best formation is. Mind you, this guy has been with this team for almost a year now, but it took him that long to find his best formation. And the thing is that I don't even understand what's wrong with that guy sometimes. As in, the guy, the guy will go and play Kante and Jorginho. I don't know what he expects from that game when he's playing Kante and Jorginho as a double pivot. I really don't understand what he wants. Like, as in, sometimes... Like sometimes he seems like he knows what he's doing, and then other times he seems completely out of his depth. And I mean, fair enough. I mean, obviously, he's just like this is like his third year of professional management, so obviously, you're having growing pains and all of that type of stuff. But it's like there's some things that you should know by now, true. Like, there's some things you should know by now, like, as per you shouldn't play Jorginho, as per Jorginho can't even take Penny again. So, what is he really (laughs) on the pitch for? <laughs> as Ilvena is now a penalty taker, so what is he really on this pitch for? As well, like one of like I was talking to one of my guys, and he was like, and he was like, the only thing Jorginho knows how to do is come off bench, take armband, and score penalty, and he's like, now he can't even do, he can't even do yeah, two of those can't. things. So what is he really doing? <laughs> See, like, it's like what is he actually doing? Bro, Jorginho is such a funny player. The thing, the thing with Chelsea is someone like Lampard. I think you know, even as obviously a player, he was a phenomenal player, but he even said in his interviews that it was very much hard work. You know, his technique wasn't always that refined. It was very much about working hard and putting in the long hours. So you can already tell he's kind of he's a very like emotional character in that sense. Like if you watch the Liverpool game, if you remember when he was shouting at Klopp and telling them how he's only won the league one, pipe down, all that stuff, which I thought was a bit useless because it's like bro, it's, it's your first yeah. man. Like just just calm <laughs> like just you know, like yeah like, last but chill. Like relax. <laughs> like bro the season is almost over. So just just be cooling down. But he didn't see it that way. But I think, you know, regardless of emotions or not, there's some things you don't do. You know, you don't play mount on the wing. That that shouldn't Yeah, be oh my god, bro. You shouldn't play mount on the wing, you know. Who, who, like who who does that? See guys. Oh, see you didn't even specify you shouldn't play mounts on right wing. On right wing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on right wing. As well, like, okay, if you're playing him on left wing, okay, yeah. He can yeah, yeah. Especially with James as well. And guys, the thing is that um like I don't know if you have a, like now we have like a lot of midfield injuries, like Havertz is out, Kovacic is injured, I think Kante is having fitness problems. So now our midfield, which like there's hardly anyone there. And then you see, you gotta look at Ross Barkley ball and you're like, and you're like, why didn't you just keep him? Mm-hmm. It's like as an it's like we, we barely have any we barely have any options in midfield right now. And I think that he just needs to get better with knowing his players' fitness levels because Pulisic that hardly ever got injured at Dortmund, how many games has he played for Chelsea? As for, he hasn't really played that much, if you really think about it. Yeah, he's always getting injured. Every time, he's always getting injured, 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 and it's like, bro, like, do something about this. That guy's quality. Also, quality. like, you guys mentioned, you know, how... Is backing and Lampard got the backing from the league and the owners of Chelsea. Do you guys kind of feel that, like, being an English manager in an English league, there's an extra, like, 
a hidden privilege that comes with it. Because if we're being honest, Chris, guys like Chris Wilder, they shouldn't have jobs right now. You know, <laughs> Sean Dyche, as, as much as Sean Dyche has done for Burnley, it's a results business in the end. If you've come this far, you yeah, only have two points, you should be... Because Frank DeBoer, they didn't... Four games, he was... Was it seven games he was out? Yeah, Frank, Frank DeBoer was like <laughs> six... It was five games. And was yeah. Like, no, so, but like... No, but like, you know... Like the thing, like obviously, I I agree with your points because obviously English managers have like a clear preference. I mean, there's a reason. There's a reason why like Alan Pardew is like will still get jobs in this league even though he has shown complete tactical ineptitude. Like, what does that guy really know? Big pods. That guy is so funny. That guy is like, like that what does that? The guy's as Barclays as he gets. He's so funny. I like guy. I really just didn't get it. Because, like, like, you know, it, it, yeah. I just feel like it's a bit stupid the way some of these clubs are on. Because yeah. you let these guys no. stay for so long, they do all the damage, and then oh, you get relegated. Like, oh, how they go wrong with him, man? Of course, you knew what you were doing. Like, come on. You let this guy, you know, and when you now start going helter skelter looking for Big Sam, calling his phone, that how far come Big and help. Sam, guy, Big Sam, this, this is like prime time for Big Sam. Like, Joe, yeah, you see Big Sam like Fulham or something. On a normal level, guy, he gets. Guy, they don't finish like eleventh. They got now deep and get international job. Bro, but what, what, what was I gonna say? Um, on the point that you made about English managers, I think the truth is it works in both ways because. Someone like Dice, for example, like if if you actually watch Burnley play, like agenda side, obviously we all say Brexit football, but Burnley actually played decent, like on the ball, they're not actually that bad. Like against Burnley, yeah. they're quite good on the ball. So, you know, Dice has, and the fact is, if you say a team plays, you know, Brexit football in that sense, it means they're very hard to break down, which means that comes from good coaching at the end of the day. Because if you look at Arsenal, for example, the same, obviously now they consider a few goals, but that like stretch at the end of the year last year, the way that Arsenal were defending so well, but compared to Emery, they were not defending well. That's a testament to good defending and good coaching in that sense. I think they turned the lights off at the peak at like 10 So it really just depends. I think Lampard, you can talk about the privilege there because, you know, the way he's been back. Compared to someone like Conte. <laughs> Compared to someone like Conte, who obviously won the league for them, but I think Lampard has a different appeal because he's a legend. He's an English boy per se. He's the Frank Lampard. You know, he's yeah. going to get a different privilege. So I think it works in both ways, really. Some managers have that privilege. Some don't. Someone like Scott Parker is not going to get any privilege. You know, a few more matches lost, and he's down the drain. But yeah, speaking of which, Mo, I was going to ask you because speaking of Fulham now, you know, I, I can't talk about Fulham without talking about. And then Mola look man, and that penalty took. <laughs> oh my what, God, what, man! What was all that? Honestly, what? what you know, was all that? That, that look man pen. He's just a I think, clown. You know when like you when you want to try that type of pen, even yeah, when you are playing with your friends, bro, you don't try because it doesn't it doesn't come up all the time, bro. Like, you us, you know your team is. Pull on my props. They're the worst team in the league. No, no doubt, no doubt. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe them are West Brom. Yeah. So like, yeah, for sure. you need the points because you know, okay, come 
you know, let's say May, uh, April time, you are going to be looking for where you could have picked up one point or yeah, three points. Exactly. Yeah. You had the chance and you go and do that. Like, bro, you know when I even watch the pen again, you know, once you, bend, once you bend your body like that, they yes. know that you're going to chip you You think so? Come on, what? And I just feel bad for him because he was looking like Fulham's brightest player then. Yeah, I I'm just going to do that. You just kill your confidence, you kill your form. You know you're too nice. Why should you feel bad for him? At the end of the day, look, you even said to yourself, bro, that's something, even when you're playing with your friends and it's a game where, it's, let's say it's 2 2 and you're just bowling your friends in somewhere in Lagos or something. You still wouldn't chip it. You would block yeah. it. Yeah, guys. Yeah, aspect, you, down aspect, middle, you have to just like put it down the middle straight. I think it's. I, I think it boils down to lack of self awareness because at the end of the day, you're playing. No disrespect to Fulham because Fulham are a good club, good history and everything. But you're playing against West Ham, who, albeit they've had a decent start, they're not going to be challengers for top four, top six. Nah. West Ham will be. You know, they're going to suffer a different form inevitably. So they're going to be in and around that struggle area. This, of course no. Moise. So and the, the funny thing was after he now missed, he kinda started stroking his waves and I was like, bro. Bigger fish to fry <laughs> worrying about your hair. Like yeah, yeah, that was so I've, funny. Oh, yeah, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I mean, hilarious, bro. I feel like I feel like the guy should have a little bit of shame. Like, bro, like, do you just, get just like, a tiny bit? Just a tiny bit. That was freaking weird. <laughs> that was, um, oh, that kind man. of thing is it, even a bit annoying because it's a very nonchalant way of playing. Like, yeah, who the hell are you that you, you can't? Body doesn't even, you know. The vets in Prem will dare not try that type of thing when they need the points, bro. You go and cheap ball like like a rat. See how he bent his head, bent his whole body. Oh man, look man, the worst look, man. pain ever. Yeah, I feel sorry for him, but look man could play for Nigeria, funny enough. Cause on the normal, I'm sorry, I mean, that goes without saying. He's not going to play for England. Let's be honest, he's not playing for England. No, of course not, bro. Just, yeah. I think it's, look, look at your name, as Your name is Ademola. Like, come on, I don't understand. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. like, like, What's bro, your problem? Like, no, but seriously, look at look at Ali for example. Of course, we have the whole thing with his family history and everything. But bro, your name is Bamidele. Like, um, why are you playing for England? Like, oh, you know, the thing with guys like Ali. I don't really blame them because that I time... Him. I don't blame him at all. Yeah. Like, he was, like, Ali, like, Ali uh-huh. was deep. Like, you Ali could tell that, you know, so cool. if he like, got the call-up, he was going to start for... Yeah, of course. Look, man, how many wingers are there? Rashford, Sancho... This guy, bro, like, Sterling. he's not Sterling guy. Yeah. And you know, and you know Southgate, I know Southgate doesn't know, how to, doesn't know how to use his team, so you know he's going to put, in, going to put like, really strong wings <laughs> on the normal... Southgate. Bro, Southgate is such an industry plant. It's quite scary because the only, the, the only, <laughs> the only reason the guy's playing, plant. the guy, the only playing Grealish because people have pressed him into playing him. I promise you, if no people guy play for Grealish. He wouldn't play Grealish. Yeah, he, loves, he loves all these no. guys like Mount, Calvin Phillips, all these hard like energy merchants. That's what he likes. I think that's when yeah. I knew that Southgate had lost his mind when I saw. <laughs> Calvin Phillips in the right. national team, man. Guy, guy. Yeah, I'd only played like guy, one game. Osami, Mo, please, can you help me make sense of that of that game? When, like, obviously, you, you're you playing a five, or, or was it five, two, three, Shay? Five, five, two, three, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah five, guy, let's play five, two, three. 
please tell me why is he playing two holding midfielders? Why is he playing? He's not even playing holding midfielders. He's playing defensive midfielders. So he's essentially playing seven at the back. I hope you know. Bro, yeah. even in four two three one, you can't play two holding mids. It's just, it's just not. It doesn't make sense. It's not, it's nonsensical because, especially because you're playing a player like Mount, who's, where's the creativity coming from? Walker, yeah, is not that creative from out wide. You know, what's <sighs> even annoying is the fact that like you can tell that that's the formation that the guy wants to go into Euros and possibly World Cup with, and like he doesn't have any intention of changing, and ah. <sighs> Yeah, man, it just makes me angry. I can't lie, it just makes me angry. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you make me happy. On... I can't lie because no, 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 I get, I get your point eh, because honestly, guy, I remember that. I remember that 2018 summer. Guys in my school were shouting, "It's coming home!" It's All coming. of that crap. <laughs> like, it's coming home. When they got knocked out, I was quite happy. Guy, I'll tell you for history, guy. And I mean, on the street, I used to live on like all my neighbors. My neighbors were English guys. Uh, yeah, man, I don't know. Anything. I don't want. Yes, stupid. Yes. Yes. I mean, give me grapes. Give me grapes. I mean, give me grapes. But no, guys, I mean, as I was saying, I remember when it was World Cup time, my streets, everybody was English. So. And now when Trippier scored, everybody was shouting, making noise. Guy. By the end of the night, was de- I was so happy. It was dead silent. Guy it was like, you know, feel like the queen died. Guy honestly was. Yeah. Like that thing. Like yeah, honestly, I, I, I yeah. almost lost a few friends that night. I was bleeding like a bastard. Also, guys. What's wrong? Like, what's going on with Sancho? Because I'm starting to get worried. I don't worry. know to be honest. I don't know I don't know what's happening because you know he didn't play he didn't start them in the okay, he started on in the friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started yeah, he against goal. um against Ireland, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and he played quite well. Know. I think uh, it's Southgate again. I think well, Southgate is going to run with this formation where he plays. No, nah, but even see guy, I don't even understand what he's even what's I don't I don't think he knows I don't think he knows how to use these guys properly, Sancho especially. I don't think he knows how to use Sancho because obviously everyone everyone has already seen that. Obviously, Sancho is not the most um, physically gifted with in terms of athleticism and things like that. Yeah. And so he probably doesn't know how to give Sancho proper instructions on how he can influence the game from the right wing because everyone knows that Sancho is like a an A one chance creator. Like creativity is his P, and like obviously. You can tell that um, Southgate just wants just wants fast fast black players. That's what he wants to just go and run. So it's like because even in Dortmund now, like Sancho is not putting up the numbers. He's not balling, bro. Like he's not doing anything at all. But to be fair, like I remember, I saw I, sorry, I saw I remember one thing that you tweeted. It was like when football started coming back after lockdown. Yeah, and you said something great. about how yeah yeah and you said and you said something that um sancho sancho might be good or great but he's not generational because yeah, obviously he's not going to obviously he, he does like it was looking like the guy wasn't taking care of himself as much as other guys were and yeah. it's like i think you're just seeing a return of that because because yeah. maybe like the guy isn't taking this whole thing seriously yeah one thing one thing that i think is it's like anything in life for example um 
if you know there's guys who do things because they're good at it and guys who do it because they're obsessed and they want to be the best if you look at for example obviously i don't know the same skill but look at someone compare someone like holland to sancho in terms of technique sancho is miles ahead obviously holland's technique is amazing but sancho is like miles ahead i feel like sancho plays ball because he knows there's money in it of course who doesn't play ball because there's money in it but he's also very good at football at the end of the day whereas someone like mm. holland is because like you know, even if you, even when you hear him speak, even if it's small jokes like "oh, I sleep with my champion league" or things like that, it's that obsession like of wanting to be the best. So it's natural in life if you suppose now, I mean, suppose you're a student now, I was <laughs> you're doing chemistry. Suppose you're working in you know a big industry, a big like firm or something, and you get a big pay rise like this. Suppose you're working in a law firm and you get a massive pay rise, and you're doing it because okay, yes, I know I'm good at this subject, I'm good at this, this what I can I can thrive in this field. When you get that big raise, sometimes you relent. It's very it's human nature. Like no, yeah, you get complacent. Most like, definitely, you're going to get complacent. The thing is, also, when when you're the star player, and there's nobody to really like keep you on your toes like that. I mean, yes, it's, it's, it's not it's not Brun Larson that's going to tension Sancho. Like, let's be honest. Like, Sancho is indispensable for that team. So, yeah, one of those things. I think is just relax. And guy, I think outside oh, me, and that is a great points because guy you always like if you have a star player you always need somebody that can talk to him and just tell him yo you're fucking up just go and do your pee as in like as in like as in like stop all this crap and just go and win us the game as in you as in you need somebody to just go and yarn just go and yarn them that thing because it's like obviously um this doesn't relate to Sancho but you can tell like sometimes it gets like Obviously, if guys are talking about you a lot, you see your name in the media, you're going to be feeling yourself. You get to your head. And obviously, if you're not a grounded guy, uh, it's obviously not good to go well now. No more. more. I think Greenwood needs someone to just pull him and tell him, you know. No, but you know, but you need to be about Greenwood. Like, obviously, like, guy, Greenwood is our age. And the guy just had yeah. to deal with his like his friend committing suicide. Yeah, yeah. And it's like guy like that like that thing is tough. And obviously he plays for like the biggest club in the world. He's expected to be the Manchester not only Manchester United's great hope, but Harry Kane's successor. So that so that's yeah. double pressure. So that's yeah, double pressure yeah. on him. So like the amount of pee that the guy was feeling, like honestly, like like sometimes, obviously, you see the guy bowling and like you envy him, but sometimes you just like sometimes you just don't envy him because like of that position that he's in. But, yeah, I mean, as you said, you said the thing about Greenwood and his friends. I have a serious issue with the the press, the English press, and it's not just the English press; it's also a lot of these fan channels and these fan pages because you know it's very easy to post to and what all behind you, Greenwood. But if that's the case, then don't post news which directly insults him or talks about the things he's going through. You know, I think I think it's so ridiculous that people from the club are leaking information about him being a bad trainer and you know Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, think, I, I can't understand that, you know, and then they're not like, oh my god, England don't win anything. And it's like, you know for example, when England lost to when England lost to Iceland, the first article they talked about was oh they had hundred thousand pound watches and things. I was like, how's that yeah, as in <laughs> like you know, how's that relevant? Like talk about football. But yeah, guys, I was, I was going to say something actually because we talk about three at the back, three at the back, Southgate and his real incompetence really with that system. Somebody who's, you know, a three at the back merchant is Antonio Conte, and we touched on him earlier. But, you know, one thing about Conte is 
Conte in the league is completely different to Conte in Europe. You know, Conte's European record is, let's be honest, is dreadful. Abysmal. It's abysmal. <laughs> do, do you guys think that Conte is relatively overrated? Because, and I'll, I'll say why I think he's a little overrated first of all, I know that answer because Conte is a very, you know, his system is very specific. He needs specific personnel for that system. You know, when Conte left Chelsea, the work that had to be done and that still has to be done, this is not that much anymore, but he doesn't really need plugs in great condition when he nine times out of ten. Obviously, with, with Chelsea, when you have a player like Hazard, it's a bit easier because you have an incredible player, Talisman. But, you know, do you guys think that he's a bit overrated in that sense that, you know, he doesn't really know how to adapt? Like, yeah, like, I, honestly, I think for a lot, for um, some of the best managers we've seen is the ability to adapt to different situations. Like, yeah, I get that you have your own style of play, but obviously, if you can't be flexible with that in certain situations where it's needed, then you're no better than Sean Dyche. In my, I mean, I, 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 like, I, I just remember, because, like, cause, like obviously, like, Obviously, the way he's the way he sets up his team against um, SK Partizan is obviously different to how he set up against Barca. Not not Barca because Barca actually crap. But um, oh, what's it called? Time. Agenda time, <laughs> guy. Don't even let me start on that club. Barca. No, um, but like, but like, or like, let's say like Liverpool, or like let's say Liverpool. Yeah. I just think that um, like he just needs like he just needs to. He needs to be stopped being. He needs to stop being so rigid with this, because obviously, yeah. I feel that once you go like, if you go to a league where it is dominated by one team, which the Serie A has been over this past decade, it's obviously it's kind of like, I can kind of see why he just gets stuck in that in that kind of same formation because it's like he literally went on beating using this formation. So it's like yeah. ah, if he's working like this, then let me just see if it work. In Europe as well, and obviously, it's like he hasn't learned from that. But I mean, I think with Conte, I just kind of feel like you know, all these managers are trying to impose a particular system wherever they go, and it never really ends well. In Chelsea, you know, it, it worked because he had Marcos Alonso playing football at a very Conte was also at his peak. He's like, had a very good squad. Like, yeah, we, we essentially had two left wingers. <laughs> exactly. But now, in Inter, one, Syria is a very... The league is crap, man. That's just... There's no way to sugarcoat it. It's a I just... I don't... The signings he made to try and play the football he played, he plays what right. he wants to play. They don't even... And his signings... Ashley Young. Baby. His signings don't even make sense. Like, yeah, why like, are you signing Kolarov? What's his Kolarov bringing to your fucking team? Even the Lotaro Lukaku front pairing, in my opinion, is never going to do what he and wants them to do. Good. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know, man. You can't be playing those two guys and then... Okay, where's, yeah. the, where's the creativity is coming yes. from? Yes, me and actually young bro. Like, come yeah, on, that's poor. That's that's but yeah, guy. I mean, you say you don't talk about Barca, but bro, we have to because just this bro, thing. like honestly, I've been saying this, like, bro, I think I've been saying this since like 2017 or 2018. Yeah, Barcelona, like, obviously, having Messi covers up so many of their cracks. But the thing is that you should never. I mean, and this is and this is just like a general thing. I think 
you should never be too dependent on on something or for your happiness or, or for Barcelona for results and winning mm. and things like that. You guys and it's like nice and it's like guys <laughs> on the normal on the normal. But like honestly, but honestly, it was so easy to see because they didn't have a clear succession plan for um, any of their key players in key positions. Um, the way the way they kept on switching managers so haphazardly. And also, I mean, I know you're going to appreciate this point. The obsession with um, I don't even know how to say this. Cruyff way, Church of Cruyff, all of, all of that. Piece, the obsession with all of that, like it just seems like they're just so stuck. Like they have the arrogance of the of the Pep team that won six trophies that year with yeah. the talent with the talent of like. I don't know, no, not the not Norwich, no but the but Norwich, the current the current Super Eagles team. <laughs> Guy, also, I really just don't understand that team. Bro. And I mean, you know what's funny? And I'm I'm being serious, bro. You know, I study at this Spanish university. So, yeah, bro. If I pulled up to Camp Nou, obviously in a suit, looking a bit, you know, a bit polished, with a suit, just a Cruyff autobiography. I promise you, I can get that job because. <laughs> That's how, that's, that's how easy it is. Right. Yeah. Those guys are actually messed mm. up, man. Sitting, sitting no, and also... Bruce, a Cruyff loyalist. That's why he got the job. And it's <laughs> not even that. It's also the fact that they, like, the way they maneuver in the transfer market is also abysmal. It's so abysmal. It's, like, it is so abysmal because, obviously, like, if you're going to think about this in a logical way, you think, okay, Barcelona, one of the most successful clubs in the world in the past decade, they have their really they have a lot of money. So you would think that they'd be able to hire a lot of people who would aid them in these type of decisions. And it's just like and I mean obviously this stuff has to do with politics as well, because obviously like um Barcelona face a certain type of politics that most other big clubs don't face where they have elections and the president can come in and change the manager um, whenever they want. Like, a new president comes in and they want to change the manager whenever they want. But obviously, like, I, like, I just don't understand their, like, their obsession. Their obsession with the Cruyff way and how bad they are in the transfer. Like, I don't believe it's that, like, you can be that bad in the transfer. Like, you, as in, what United and, and Barcelona have shown me is that you, being a big club doesn't mean you're going to be good in transfer markets. Honestly, because man. because like, Leicester, it's the, it's, bro, it's the way you say you can't buy class. You see, all these guys have a lot of money, but they're not wearing like red jeans and. On the normal, on the normal, now, on the normal, now we went to guy, yeah, now we all went to school here. You know, all of those Eastern European dons that yeah. their parents are giving them like five k, <laughs> yeah. and they're going away. They're going away like eh, they're going away um Jordan ones, those tight leather jeans, and then they wear Kenzo and call it swag. Yeah. Guy, I I don't like oh, I don't really man. understand that piece. This guy, bro, this guy, bro, men's agenda. The like, you know, this transfer window kind of just summed up all their issues in a big nutshell. Because what I don't really know why they're so obsessed with a dead man. Like, you know, it's not good to speak ill of the dead and all. But Cruyff is gone, bro. That era of football is in. It's gone. Like, leave it alone. And then the signings. Ronald Koeman is is a retard. Is a it's terrible manager. You can't come. <laughs> how like how on earth are you trying to sign Memphis Depay 
Memphis is so overrated. He's guys, so overrated. As for League O, is actually his level. Yeah, Uber like tax. Uber Uber East tax, bro. You have to. <laughs> Memphis, all Memphis like, knows how to do is he knows just like he's a fine boy. He knows how to yeah, be a right, fresh, fresh guy exactly. <laughs> and that's Girl that's just his key. But he's not not good footballer, and then you go. Okay, the death signing wasn't too bad. I guess you can yeah, let them. I, I mean, to be fair, I like that death. So, Genius yeah. is definitely, definitely what they needed at right back. No replacement for Busquets. Right yeah, you didn't replace Busquets. Who, and I still don't know why Busquets gets a game return uh, 20. Really, 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 really down bad. You got and, Suarez and, go instead of replacing Suarez, you gave and, fucking Braithwaite number nine. It's oh, rude, man. It's, it's even rude. Move, move. Do you see that Braithwaite tried to ask for the number ten shirt? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that guy is tough. That guy, <laughs> that guy doesn't have. No, no, so you can tell that he just came here to have a good time. You, he doesn't know here for a long time. Vibes, for vibes. Because please look. Okay, if you want to ask for number ten, at least have some sort of career at Barca, bro. He's done nothing. Not even at Barca anywhere. Who is much <laughs> Braithwaite is a nothing player, bro. <laughs> bro. I just got out for the number 10 jersey. I'll give you the most iconic jersey in world football. Yeah, he almost he wants to be wearing he's even lucky. Suarez's jersey is what he's wearing, man. Bro, honestly, like that's what I'm saying. Barca went from Messi Neymar Suarez to Braithwaite number nine. Come on, like that's, that's not on. And like, I don't like. Kuman is such a terrible manager. Like, guy, For you know, real. like I, I watched, like I watched those first five games, and I don't, I don't understand what Pedri does. Bro, I don't understand what Pedri does. Calvin Lewin, right wing back. Are we gonna forget? <laughs> this guy, I honestly don't understand what Pedri does in that team. Like, maybe somebody can explain it to me. But no, Pedri, Pedri is a very good player. But the thing is, bro, Barca's system is not balanced at all. If, no, if, it really isn't. Bro, I feel going like to lose, they're going to lose eight two again this year because you can't commit that many men forward. I just think you can tiki taka crosses and inshallah your way forward. Like that doesn't work. Bro. This guy, you like know? honestly. Oh man, and the thing is, when they beat Juventus, everybody was like, "Oh my god, this is turning point." Juventus are equally as bad. Like Juventus are terrible. Yeah, those guys are bad recruitment. Oh, in the podcast. This guy's heavy. <laughs> this guy's. <laughs> God, I mean, why do you have five year old in school, man? Uh, I actually don't have any lectures tomorrow. Yeah, is that a reason that five year old? Say less. So I mean, focus. So I mean, focus on. So I mean, focus on this podcast, please. Hey, okay, I mean, guys, no problem. That's for another day. But yeah, Barcelona in a very, very bad state. I think when you reach, uh, I feel like uh-huh. they they tried UV, they tried this year with their recruitment because you know Kulusevski yeah, is a very good signing. That's Sean. That's Sean. Yeah, McKinney. McKinney. Yeah, yes. Sean loves that Sean's guy. boy. Then they still have Demiral. Yeah, but like even them too, they don't have mind because like Kiza, Kiza, Kiza. Like I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> Murata as well, like come on man. How is that guy still getting a living? Guy like, Kiza plays like a primary school baller. He's one of those kick around. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah, don't <laughs> fuck me up. But, but the thing is, look at it, like when he let, let, let's let's deep enough. When it was at Fiorentina, I, I I listened to someone, I read it somewhere where 
you know, he used to take the ball and shoot from like 40 yards because he just didn't trust his teammates. Whereas now, he doesn't do the same kick and run and all that stuff because he's surrounded by quality. But in the same breath, you still have a lot to do, man. Like, the ball yeah. is not the same. Speaking of the ball, no, we didn't take the ball back. No, I said back, it's not been as bad. We take the ball back because they still fight them. Yes, I can't lie. I was going to tell Abby. Yeah, because obviously that like Dybala, there is still a very like he's still very very good. It's just that obviously Juventus are another. These guys are falling to nepotism again because I mean I mean I love Pelo. Like I actually like I actually enjoyed watching him play when I started watching footy, so I appreciate him. But bro, this guy was manager of under twenty three. Now he's first team. Like what the hell is that? Yeah, actually, they didn't have any bodies, man. As in, this game, he's still writing an exam now. He's still doing an exam now. Come on, he's still doing an exam. Writing exam. (laughs) Oh, brother, but it's it's the truth, dude. Like, you know, come on, emotion can only take you so far. I like Spurs are pointing like Jermaine Genius because the guy loves Tottenham. Don't don't do that. I think that's the day I'll stop supporting Spurs. I'll stop watching ball. I'll stop watching ball quick. Genius is such a salty guy. He hates he hates Mourinho. It's so obvious. Even Ledley King as manager, I'm not going to. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not I'm not accepting that. Too. Of course, I'm a good guy. Like BLM, I won't know, but you. Yeah, let's let's just get. Sorry, stop saying BLM. No, seriously, let's be honest. That guy has no business managing. You, it's like Saul Campbell. The thing is, guys always complain like, oh my god, Saul Campbell's not in a job. But that guy was a crap manager. Like, let's be serious. Yeah, I hate that guy, man. But yeah, nah, yeah, guy, yeah. Fair, guy, who do you hate more, so Campbell or Ericsson? I think when I, you know, when I first started learning more about Spurs, my dad was always telling me that if he sees so Campbell is on side, like he has a very yeah. strong hatred for that guy. But <laughs> I experienced the Ericsson one, and I like the guy so. In the flesh. Yeah, Ericsson. You know, if I catch Ericsson, man, that I guy. Think. Guy for, that was me for a while with Carl Walker. I remember when Carl Walker left, I was so vexed. I was like, Spice, ever see this stupid guy knock his head because yeah. oh, Guy Walker leaving pain me because we now find Ori. Obviously, I like Ori now, but Guy, at first, I did not. At the start Ori. now, Guy, we already know what he was doing. Ori, Ori got sent off in his debut. That guy is so useless. <laughs> he's, such, he's such a comedian. I think he's, the thing is, when Ori gets sent off, it's for the dumbest fouls. Like if, you, if you watch the penalties Ori gives away, they're just so avoidable. And you just think like, bro, Serge, like you're not playing in cages again. Like this is this is this is Barclays. Like you're not playing. I said cages. Fuck. <laughs> like seriously, but no, no. Like just come to think of it, the Campbell thing. I think if that happened in this era, for example, if someone like let's say let's say Delhi, I said Delhi, Delhi at his prime in his prime, <laughs> let's say he went to Arsenal. I don't think he would survive that because, bro, guys, social media, the way the world is so digital now, bro, they'll track him down within seconds and it's finished. On a normal, yeah, on a normal P. And it's kind of weird. And it's kind of weird when they do that for life. Well, that's the game, bro. Like, bro. Guy, it do happen sometimes. If if Dele Ali went to Arsenal, even if Ericsson went to Arsenal, then it's finished because. It would just be painful, Sha, because all the good things on that porch went through Ericsson. So to see him go outside like that, I mean, it's I mean, his life, really. It's his fault. Even know? us, no, the way they play football is a bit too structured anyway, so... Yeah. 
I don't see yeah. him going down. So Ericsson can can go fuck himself for like. <laughs> okay, just before we conclude, obviously this weekend there's a massive game in Spurs and Man City. Obviously that's a humongous tie given Guardiola, Mourinho, all that stuff. Um, just quickly, and I mean predictions on the game and who you think will win. Don't be biased. Like be, agenda aside, to be serious. Who do you think will win between Spurs and Man City? Um, I'm going to go to no Spurs b- yeah, because I think to no Spurs because I mean, as of recently, as everyone knows, Pep has often bottled big games he's had recently. Um, Leon, uh, Leon, just to name one, where he played that horrendous formation in the first yeah. couple minutes of that yeah. match. I mean, yeah, like, he's like still like, yeah, he still has blood on his hands for that match. I mean, <laughs> obviously, but I, I honestly think that. Um, what's it called? If I think Spurs, as in just the way, as in the way Spurs play now, and they seem so much like them. I think Spurs have the most balanced midfield in the whole of Prem, and I think that if you can get like if Hoiberg can kind of, because like KDB is kind of inevitable, but if Hoiberg can kind of marshal him and reduce his influence on the game, because because. City are kind of becoming like how Barcelona are with Messi, with how they are with KDB. Like, like yeah, they are yeah. kind of rely. They kind of, they're getting kind of over reliance on him. So I think yeah. if Hoiberg can kind of reduce his influence to a, to a certain amount, I think Spurs can obviously win the game because man, because I know one of City's two centre backs is going to follow when Kane just drops deep. One of them will do yeah, something stupid, gonna, go and, that, and and that is going to be the end of it. I, I, need to be the end I, of I, need, I need it to be Diaz as well. God, that helped my agenda so much. Because obviously, I read Diaz highly, but if he should flop against us, it will help me so much. Guys, because, <laughs> uh, us, us I think it would be so much better. I actually think, yeah, that to me it seems like the most befitting scoreline. But I really, really can't trust us to keep a clean sheet, right, especially with Jesus and, you know, all these guys back. But I need... Don't really to go and deal with Rodri. You go and take the you oh, take yeah. that guy for a ride. Guy. Guy. Yeah. guy, at the end of the game, Good Rodri. That step over and Dombele did to Rodri. That was quite mad. <laughs> at, the, at, at the beginning of Black History Month, we got reparations. It was quite nice. What's that? It was quite mad. Honestly, it was quite mad. But no, to be honest, I think it's gonna be a close game. I do think, I think it depends on how Mourinho sets up. If Mourinho plays 4 4 I need 4 4 2. Just play 4 4 2. Play regular on the wing. Just look, pass the ball. Guy, I use it tiny. If you go to the Soviet City, guy, do shred us. He managed to soak a trying to mark someone like Bernardo Silva. He just run around. Yeah. Really know. Guy, Sissoko, Sissoko, I, I just feel like he's going to be something stupid. Whenever things are going See, guys, do you know, I think for that guy, he'll do something dark. Yeah, because I think that, like, obviously, when guys are when Spurs are defending, they'll, they'll go to a four four two. But I think that um he might. I mean, I think he might play bail up top. I have a feeling that, that might happen. That, that might slap. That might slap. I have a feeling. I just have a feeling that he might do that. As long yeah. as Doherty doesn't play. Yeah, he has COVID, so he can stay for a week, man. Yeah, yeah, that guy. 
because they've yeah. really exposed that guy in that back yeah, form. They should, they, should, they should add extra two weeks to isolation. The thing is, when we signed him, I wasn't happy because he's a wing back and yeah, Dorothy defensively needs that guy. It's not, it's not that I didn't know that he was that bad until <laughs> I started guys. seeing the game. Yeah, his cheeks, so it's really not working anymore. Like, I never knew I'll be begging to see Ori play, even <laughs> that game, the game against West Brom. I yeah, was I crying for Ori, man. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't end up in the trenches, guy. Yeah, what I was thinking for it. As in, do you guess I mean, was down bad? Yeah, I was down bad. Guy, let me news after that West Ham game. I was, you know what's funny, guy? My popsy called me like as soon as the game finished. And normally, the guy will come in the morning just to talk about like school and all that stuff. I was thinking this guy's calling me twice. Maybe I'm in trouble. Guy, I was just like, ah, what's happening to your team? All this stuff. The guy was laughing at me about Ben Davis. I was like, man, guy, this life no balance at all. All these David Fetty guys, please keep them far away because this guy yeah, is really I know. Nice. I, if Lamella is Lamella gonna be fit for this week. Nah, that guy that guy is that guy ever fit. That guy is injured at the moment. Playing I but really I don't want Dele Ali to leave our club. Like I need him to just redeem himself. Yeah, yeah, guy. I mean I as in like guy, like I think everyone just wants that to happen because I can't lie. Like when Daily first came on the scene, like I, I think obviously this is the goal that's in everybody's mind whenever they think of Daily. Is that goal against Palace? Yeah, because man, guy, that was my, that was my birthday, guy. <laughs> guy, that, guy. Like, that goal is permanently in my memory. Like I can never forget that goal because, like the technique, the power it puts on the strike and the accuracy as well. Like. Right. Even against Chelsea, you know, like the the Good two headers, then then guy. Do you remember this? I mean, do you remember those headers against Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> but I can't lie. Guy, that was crazy. <laughs> no, but I think you know, I think the guys added weight as Loki. Let's be honest, the guys added a lot of weight because Delhi was so much slimmer before, and it it it, it, it can show in his agility, running style. Yeah, like he doesn't have the same running power. So, yeah, the guys' game plan has regressed. Yeah, he should just he should cut his hair, man. Start fresh. Mo wants him to start all the way from primary school. Guy, yeah, guys, go out big. Just go as bad. He should school. humble himself. Yeah. Like look like a responsible young man. Guy, so yeah, the, the blonde feeders in his hair, you won't be looking like all the serial killers. Guys, the truth, dude. It's the truth. You need to cut his hair. Just do look hard, like a neat young citizen, and then boom, go from there. Cause all this mustache and blonde tips, it's just not working. It's very creepy, man. Well, well, I don't <laughs> understand the mustache. If you're gonna have yeah, it, fact, on, bro, bro, just, maybe it's November, guy. This one that is growing is once November, and guy is looking quite rough. No, no, fair enough, sir. But the guy is not even remorseful, man. I saw his Twitter the other day. Yes, a remorseful guy, fuck. Guy was was streaming. <laughs> guy was streaming on Twitch with Chamberlain and some other guys who are playing court. I was like, bro, come on, you are not playing ball and you are playing court. Like, 
Even Neymar does that, please. Guys, we stream it for it. We're on bench. Yeah, you lose lose final. You now go and be playing Fortnite and Cod with guys. At what age, bro? (laughs) Oh, my days. Guys, no way. But yeah, 57 minutes, so we're going to have to cut this now. But yeah, guys, thank you very much for listening. This was a very fun pod to record. I say now, I enjoy listening to it. And yeah, just before we leave, I say, why say my coffee? Just before we leave, um, obviously, things have relaxed a bit, but you can't relent. You still have to keep posting about stars. And spreading awareness about stars because Christmas is coming. Yeah, so man. A lot of us will go back, and you know we shouldn't relent at all. We shouldn't take our feet off the gas because it's a serious issue. And yeah, ends out today, ends out tomorrow, and keep spreading awareness. But yeah, I mean, right. thank you all for joining us because no problem, bro. Enjoyable pod. Yeah, yeah, man. Thank you guys for having me. We see Alamin again. We see more again. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank oh, you yeah. guys for listening. Three, two.